0: Hey guys, it's Nadira here. I just wanted to say thanks for listening and I'm sorry about the poor audio quality that you're going to hear in this episode. This is our first time doing it from different locations over video chatting and so there's not much that can be helped but I just wanted to thank you guys for listening. Apologize about the audio quality and here you go. Here's our second episode.
1: we have another tagline? Yeah,
0: do you want me to like actually yeah, officially yeah. tag? Right. What's up people? What's up? Welcome to Fuck Movie Kill. I'm Nadira G. I'm Shelly P. And this is the podcast where we play the popular party game, but with movies loosely tied to a similar theme. Mm. All right, that's a much that better is,
1: tagline.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know this is why we write down taglines and don't make them up on the fly, or we yeah. make them up on the fly and you just have to be much more talented than I am because I cannot do that type of stuff. Mm. This week, our movies are Mystic Pizza, Little Italy.
1: And do the right thing. We'll leave you a second to wonder what they all have in common. But, I mean, that might already be what the label is on the podcast title. So. It's that they all revolve around pizza shops.
0: Yes. Which I would say, you know, in the future, if you want to play a little personal trivia game, you can just pause it after we say the little names. And then, you know, you can guess for yourself. Sure. So yes, this week we are doing movies that center around pizza shops and I do have to say that ever since we've originally talked about this, which was like weeks and months ago, I have been craving pizza and I have not had it. So
1: yeah, and that was not me, the time be craving outside food, you know? <laughs> you no, know, pretty- it really isn't, but
0: you know, we're all going to get through this. Um, sure. one pizza movie at a time. Mm-hmm. So I guess we should start per usual with our initial rankings do you want to go first
1: yes i would uh so out of these three movies i would f- do the right thing i would marry mystic pizza and i would kill little italy i i <laughs> i think that um We can delve more into this later, but I'm just always a sucker for the type of movie Mystic Pizza is. Like, we had this in our first episode with First Wives Club, where it's just like, love a female-centered, often three women, (laughs) reflecting on their different lives. Love that stuff.
0: Yeah, I'm slightly different. I'm actually going to fuck Mystic Pizza, marry Do the Right Thing, and uh, of course, kill Little Italy, which... I couldn't even say the name of that movie without laughing. I know, me too. I was like, oh, this movie
1: is so so, uh, different. (laughs) Um, So which one do you want to talk about first? Gosh, Um, let's talk about Do the Right Thing, because that's actually the only one I haven't watched, which I think I should. Okay,
0: yeah, I would definitely say that you should watch it. I'm going to pull up my little 15 Seconds. Yeah, okay, so I'm going to do this little 15-second rendezvous summary wow. roundup oh, of Do the Right Thing. Okay, so the movie is about an Italian-American family that owns a pizza shop in a predominantly Black neighborhood, and tensions rise as race relations clash, and it all culminates in a really big event that was a lot shorter. There wow, go. you
1: are so good at this game. It's hard because I'm always just like stream of consciousness, just like pulling random (laughs) memories. Yeah, (laughs) I
0: mean, I do have to say that I I think that that movie is just always in my subconscious. You know, Mm -hmm. like I feel like I'm constantly thinking about that movie and the values it talks about and what it pulls from, and just the genius of you know like a young Spike Lee, but.
1: Yeah, the visuals of it also are just, like, really friggin' cool. I mean, for
0: someone who really was, like, one of the first people I think of as a person of color who didn't go to film school, who now makes, you know, like, top-tier films, he Mm -hmm. really is incredibly talented, and I think that this movie is my favorite by him, and I would say it's a toss-up between this one and Malcolm X, which Mm -hmm. one, like, clearly shows how talented, like, his most peak, Um, but... Yeah, it's just, it's... Such do a all these movies take movies.
1: place in New York? Because I know she's got to have it, and this are both New yeah, York. Yeah, I think they...
0: I want to say that they do, as far as I know, they do all take place in New York. But that is not, um, has not been tested. Sure, sure, sure. So why do you want to... This movie?
1: Um, I think that it's co- a cool movie. I think that there's a lot of um from the trailer i watched from the summary i read it seems like there's a lot there and i would love to kind of explore and get to know this movie uh and i think that i would walk away with just like a nice respect for it uh i think that uh from what i read like of course like a race relation film takes place in brooklyn kind of like a hot summer day just like it seems very like um iconic like i don't know how to like say like it's just it's a good setup for a like on a sociology level for like what a realistic thing could happen in this city and how it actually play out
0: yeah it is all of those things and I do have to say for anyone listening who's a little confused one of the things that we told ourselves when we started this podcast was that it was okay to have not seen the movies that we are talking about which I fully defend because I think when you really think about how we talk about movies in society oftentimes you end up talking about a movie that you haven't seen like the same way you'd be talking about like I don't know Moby Dick and you're like yeah Captain Ahab but you haven't actually read Moby Dick or maybe you have but you haven't finished it you know
1: yeah and like it makes it more accessible for people because that's not a requirement to listen to our podcast and then two the game itself fuck Mary kill is like you're not actually being like oh like i actually have that know this person people. yeah like, you don't know these people when we play this game like you just <laughs> yeah go off with so, your assumption
0: yeah so i just wanted to put that out there to begin with um Thanks but for yeah of course always but to what you were saying i completely agree it is very cool. And it is very iconic And such, I think it really balances really well, this combination of somewhat art house or artsy Mm. indie film and also real and grounded. And, um, you know, it's ability to reach a lot of people and have them relate to it, even if it's not necessarily their situation or if it's not even their, Um, racial struggle that's being talked about I feel like it's so easy to relate to as a film but um, I wanted to marry it just because I think the values of the film are something that I just need to always remember or think about It, it has a lot of incredibly smart things to say of which I feel like I can't even boil down here, but a lot of really smart things to say about race relations in America and sort of microaggressions versus outright racism and Mm -hmm. about community and what it means to be in a community that is predominantly one race or culture when you are not that. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's also just, it has some really funny, really interesting side characters. There's so many smaller characters in this movie that make super small appearances but they're all incredibly vastly interesting and I just I really love this movie and it's not even a movie that I find I can watch over and over and over again if that's you know how one is interpreting marrying a movie but it's just something that I feel like I want to hold close.
1: Mm, I love it. What year did this movie come out? Actually, I have, the, I have the Wikipedia, so let me just do it right now. Uh, it was released 1989.
0: Yeah, that, that checks out. Yeah, I just feel like in a lot of ways, it was either ahead of its time or right where it needed to be.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it really is just so good. Rosie Perez gives an incredible performance. Giancarlo Esposito gives an incredible performance. Um, and unfortunately, I forget his name, but the actor who plays Radio Rahim even though he's only in the movie for, you know, like maybe a total of 10 minutes and doesn't really say anything. he's mm-hmm. my favorite character in the movie by far. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's really impactful, you know? And I think it's something that people should watch and really think about. But I'm also someone who got a master's degree by like dissecting and analyzing black films. So it's also just really, you know, it's right up my alley, but I will recommend this movie to anybody, any day, any time, if they want a movie that's going to make them feel, but also is going to make them think.
1: Yeah. Nice. I like the pitch. Is there, do you want to play a game, or do you want to move on to the next movie?
0: Um, let's play a game. I'm in the Ooh. mood for a game. Always.
1: Love. Cool. All
0: right. Two truths and a lie. Movie that's facts. Sexist. Movie trivia. Let's get it. All right. Nice. right, you're First. Mystic Pizza is a real pizza parlor in Mystic, Connecticut. And after the movie came out, the real Mystic Pizza shop became so popular that lines would stretch to the sidewalk, and patrons would regularly steal mementos from the restaurant. Oh, <laughs> which is kind of crazy and also kind of sad. Um, yeah. Next one, if it's oh, true. Uh, ooh, ooh! <laughs> Kinda, like read my mind. Yeah. Um. So one of the really cool things that I guess we'll talk about in a second between Mystic Pizza and Little Italy is that Julia Roberts was in Mystic Pizza and Emma Roberts is in Little Italy, and they are niece and aunt. So, oh, this is
1: the first time I've been aware of this. Really? <laughs> is this really common knowledge? No,
0: oh, that's yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> oh, Roberts my is Julia Roberts's niece. Oh my gosh!
1: Okay, <laughs> go on. Right? Yeah. So.
0: Emma Roberts was spotted on the set of L- Little Italy wearing a red shirt saying a slice of heaven. Julia Roberts, Emma's real life aunt, wore a very similar shirt in Mystic Pizza, and both films were made by the same director. So that's Whoa. that's number two. Wow. In Do the Right Thing, the F word is used 240 times, an average of two per minute. This puts the film in the top 10 movies that use the word that
1: word the most. Oh my gosh, these are all potentially true and that's these are so good. I'm so bad at this game. I feel like that's what I realize every time. Um, let me think. So, again, I haven't watched do the right thing, but I feel like the last one is believable. I think it's supposed like if I'm thinking that it takes place in Bed-Stuy Brooklyn, then yeah. I, I can definitely see that happening <laughs> yeah. with the characters. Um, the Emma Roberts, Julia Roberts, I mean, I'm already shocked that they're related. Uh but maybe that's a lie. <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, like that, sure. part, no that part, I can tell that's you, true. is true. Oh, uh, well, did they wear similar shirts? Who's to say? Uh, and the Mystic Pizza one, I feel like that could be true. But for some reason, I feel like it was based off another pizza place that didn't have the same name. It's oh, hard. I'm gonna. I'm going to say... I never know how long I should draw this out because I'm pretty, like, decisive as a person. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I think it's this okay. one. So I think I think it's the Mystic Pizza one is the lie. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, You're no. wrong. <laughs> oh, no. no, yeah. It's,
0: so Mystic Pizza is a real pizza parlor in Mystic, Connecticut, which I also sure. found out doing research that Mystic, Connecticut is a real place. Um, and the pizza – I don't know if the pizza parlor is still, still open, but when it was open after the movie came out, it was – incredibly incredibly popular Mm. the lie is that um the f word is used 240 times and do the right thing it's used i think 150 times
1: Oh, the real number
0: which is still incredibly high
1: Um, but
0: that means that the movie is not in the top 10 movies that use the f word the most
1: okay yeah
0: yeah so it's it's still super high but it's not That high, and then Emma Mm -hmm. Roberts was spotted. Okay, so this one I find incredibly weird for a, (laughs) a few reasons, and I just need to break this down really quickly because the serendipity of it all. So, imagine you're Emma Roberts, right? And you're like, Oh, I'm in this movie. My aunt was also in a really classic movie about pizza, and it's the same director, and I have this shirt that she wore in the movie. I'm gonna wear it, right? This is on set, this isn't for the film. So, she just wakes up one day and it's just like, Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Wear this shirt when I'm not in costume, and for mm. some reason the paparazzi are there when mm. she happens to wear this one shirt. You know, right. sounds like to... so. It's like did she wear the shirt five out of seven days a week? Or... Right.
1: Where was she? I think I'd like to think it's one of those like theater kid lies where they're like, uh oh, me, like yeah, so yeah. random." And really, she was seeking out the paparazzi for this picture. Yeah, I... maybe he was like her director. Sorry, I'm choking on my spit. I'm going to cough. Don't be afraid. <coughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that maybe her director was like, oh, that sure looks good. Like You should wear that because this is a good connection because I know these things. Right. She's like, haha, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Or
0: maybe the fact has it wrong. Again, per usual, I get my facts from IMDB. You know, there's some room for it to go wrong.
1: But. <laughs> if you want to sponsor us, feel free.
0: <laughs> but maybe, um, maybe the fact is wrong, and she does wear the shirt in the movie, although I feel like I don't remember it, but then again, what do I remember
1: about that movie, and on that, no,
0: and I okay, I also can't believe that they're directed by the same person, that's
1: yeah, wild. that's weird, that's, that's weird, wild.
0: too. That's a whole that separate part. Th- I double checked because I was like, "Are you sure
1: Universe, yeah. but yeah, the universe is sure, wow, very interesting.
0: All right. Huh. So, well, I guess
1: that means I think we should talk about Little Italy next.
0: Yeah. We've talked so
1: much about yeah. it. Um, <laughs> ah, Little Italy—the <laughs> movie <laughs> we both chose to kill.
0: Uh, so, um, I mean, well, first, okay, first, let's start with summary. Who should you do it?
1: Since I just yeah did the yeah yeah most... yeah yeah yeah. Let me do. It. Let me get my timer going. Uh. All right. Gosh, I am so bad at this because like, my attitude about it comes through. All right, ready, set, go. Little Italy takes place in the Little Italy region of Toronto. It is a feuding between two families that started off as one pizza shop, split up into two. Um, and then the two younger kids fall in love and you know, chaos ensues. Nice. Um,
0: that was actually pretty good. You say you're bad at it, you. but that wasn't bad at all. Thank um, you. All right. My first... So we both decided to kill this movie. The movie is, I'm not going to say not good, but
1: it's... It, it, it makes it, me feel bad that this was the movie that both of us watched. And, like, I couldn't say the same for Do the Right Thing. Because that's clearly the better movie.
0: And I'm mad yeah, both it's, of them, literally. You know, but, but maybe it was a cultural thing that we both needed to experience, you know, of the time. Because yeah. let me say one thing. I love me some Emma Roberts, you know? And I also love me some Hayden Christensen. But was this movie it? No.
1: No, No, this movie was was not it. It was uh, pun intended cheesy and uh, not pun intended corny. But I do think that it gave me a lot of insight into uh, Canadian life. Because I was like, oh, like, we're, okay, we are no. different.
0: Sometimes. Okay, no. So here's my first piece of beef with the movie. If, oh. It took me a long time to realize that it was supposed to be Little Italy, Toronto. Because from the beginning of the movie, everyone talks with a New York accent. Yeah. And I'm just, it's, it's mind blowing because it's like, I would love to imagine the next time I go to Toronto, I'm going to go to Little Italy and I'm going to go into like five different shops, just ask someone a question and hear how they talk. Because it is beyond me to believe that they speak as though they are from Little Italy, New York.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, don't you think that's just like the overlapping of like Italian immigrants sound the same everywhere? No, because Italian immigrants don't sound the same everywhere. I guess that's fair
0: and i also i i also don't have much knowledge about the sort of influx of people between the us and canada and then also between you know like ireland and italy perhaps and canada versus sure. ireland and italy in the us like i don't really know what the history of that is but surely surely that is just an overextended caricature of Italian Americans that happen to live Mm. in New York. And while I understand it being useful in terms of signification in order to signify that, hey, these are Italians and this is our community and this is how media recognizes Italian North Americans, let's say. I just, I, I think they took it a little too far. Like to me, there was almost... Zero that was Canadian about it, except for the fact that it clearly didn't look like New York.
1: Yeah. Well, okay, so here's what I deemed to be Canadian about it, which maybe this is like a controversial take, but I felt like something I've noticed from this in a show, Kim Convenience. Have you ever watched that?
0: Um, no, but I've heard of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's good. But um both of them kind of just have this um I'm not explained, like in America, I feel like the year we are in, twenty twenty. I don't know how to say, like, the the jokes that were made in that movie, like, for example, like, with the horny Indian kid, like, I just, like, I just thought that that was, like, an early 2000s kind of joke, and yeah. I was like, you guys are still making jokes like that? Like, I was like, these yeah. are just kind of, like, crude stereotype-based, like, humor, and I'm like, I just feel like we're past that, and it's interesting to see that Canada's still very much like, what's the problem? Like, this is funny. This is good humor to, like... Okay, really- but
0: is, okay, but is Canada not past it, or is this just not a
1: good movie well that's why i was saying like i've seen it in this and i've also seen it in kim's convenience okay i see what you're saying oh like is this a so like it had me thinking like is this like just a thing like and you know i've yet to like fully confirm it because it's a very weird conversation (laughs) to like bring up but yeah i just want to know like are y'all still in the early 2000s with this stuff like i just want to i need you to
0: go find the next canadian you know and look at them and be like what is up with your comedy
1: yeah what is up with your comedy like why is it still this crude like (laughs) <laughs> oh, like ah, oh, like the skinny virgin Indian guy, like oh, like, okay, come on, <laughs> yeah, that part
0: another reason to kill it, very cringy, yeah, um, I do I think the saving graces of that movie are the the grandparents,
1: like, yeah. I really
0: enjoyed them, actually. I was was like, they're cute. They're funny. They go to Starbucks. They're like, what's a Frappuccino? LOL. You know? And I liked that they had this sort of... I mean, their chemistry was much more convincing to me than the Emma Roberts Hayden Christensen chemistry. Oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. But also, I was like... Again, like, everything that happened in this movie just felt like it could have been, like, an episode of a show. Like, it just didn't seem like it needed to be drawn out for a full movie length, like, didn't need to be shown in theaters. Like, I, I imagine it, like, I don't know. The quality, the jokes, everything was just kind of like, okay. But also, I watched it, because I'm a sucker for rom-coms. So like, Me too! You know? That's where I was with it. To see Me it. too! And then afterwards, you know,
0: I could see myself watching it again. But if anything, <laughs> just to, like, laugh a bit you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: and like maybe I, that is the truth of rom-coms is they're all like a little bad yeah kind of a lot bad.
0: yeah i i think i would agree yeah and then it, it it
1: yeah go ahead i feel like it just doesn't
0: have any sort of, so even in like a really not really bad but even in like an average rom-com that like you say i would say are all at least a little bit not great yeah They all have some sort of grounding principle or character that is relatable, fun, something that draws you back to the movie every time. And I just feel like this movie was missing that one thing that kept it from going completely off the rails.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say, where I'm like, I feel like neither character to me was very likable and neither character I felt relatable. I was like, oh, I just I'm like, I'm not really rooting for you guys, I'm rooting for the grandparents. Like Yeah, again, whatever. yes, I agree. Or the like, grandparents are the best part. Right. Or like that scene at the end, like maybe spoiler, but like when you're like, oh, like he sabotaged himself so he loses the pizza thing. I was just like, Okay. Like I wasn't like, oh my God, like this grand gesture. I was like, Yeah. This is all so stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, maybe
0: uh, I don't know. I just feel like pizza has the potential to be so much more dramatic as a thing. And they just—they tried to make pizza dramatic, and they didn't, you know. Yeah, and you can't I make just,
1: pizza dramatic unless it's do the right thing. Yeah, yeah, precisely.
0: Then again, the one positive I have to say is that Hayden Christensen still looks great.
1: Yeah, you know? I don't really know that guy. What
0: else is he in? He played Anakin in oh. the Star oh, yeah, Wars yeah, yeah, yeah. One, Two, it. and Three which was my first introduction to him. And then he was also in the movie Takers and he was also in the movie Jumper, which is one of my, at some point we'll have to try and work that one into, into this podcast because I'd love to talk about that movie. But um, yeah, yeah he's been
1: around. Wait, I just want to say like, I just Googled Hayden Christensen, Little Italy. And the picture is Emma Roberts wearing her slice of heaven shirt.
0: So maybe it is a, uh, maybe it, it was in the movie. That's crazy. <laughs>
1: Uh, look at her little midriff out, cute. Okay, something that did throw me off is he looked old in this movie, like the wrinkles he... on his forehead, I was like, oh, <laughs> how old are you? He looks
0: great, but also a little jaundiced, like, I'm just, yeah. I'm just is yeah. he okay? Like, he looked a little ill to me, but also hot, but also ill.
1: Yeah, 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 hot. I think this movie honestly would have been better if they just were honest and it took place in New York. Like if it took place in New York, I think we would have resolved a lot of issues we have. Okay, okay, but
0: what I also found out again from another podcast was that this movie apparently was funded by the Canadian government as like one of those, you know, like oh, like a tourist
1: thing, like making yeah, like or yeah,
0: or like we project like Canadian art, you know, like like that's something Hmm. that we want to support. And Hayden Christensen is Canadian, and so I think that that was. whole reason behind it being set there but then why have it be like a little italy situation to begin with why not have it be like a another canadian subgroup that doesn't that doesn't have that much representation in the media i don't know but it it was what it was and we both killed it
1: okay on to the crown jewel not really but a really good movie i enjoyed (laughs) is mystic pizza uh do you want to explain it i'm happy to explain it um yeah you explain it thank you <laughs> i'd like to hear your i feel like okay ready mystic pizza takes place in mystic connecticut it's three women that work in a pizza shop uh they all have different love lives and they all finally have a happy ending but there's all this like tension and like different bad stuff that happens and one woman has an affair okay done <laughs> okay yeah um I hate infidelity. I hate any plotline with infidelity, but like
0: whatever. I don't mind an infidelity plotline necessarily. The one semantic I do have to question is whether she had an affair or he had an affair.
1: Like oh. technically if she is oh, not. Sure. I would say that they both had an affair with each other. Like she was okay. a part of an affair. She was a part of the affair, but
0: is it in Incumbent upon her to like take blame if she wasn't the one in the relationship. I've always actually had that question about that word, and I've never looked it up. Oh,
1: interesting. Um, I'm not sure the actual semantics of it, but I would say that because like
0: technically, to her, it's a relationship, but to him, it's an affair. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: I would say that they are both having an affair because they're both the two of like it's like saying like you're two to tango. Like you're both in the affair. So she's having an affair with a married man, and he's having an affair with an unmarried woman.
0: Okay. Yeah, but that's just me yeah, no, but it's in i I wanted to quickly talk about that.
1: so but that is actually not really that central to the movie. Uh, there's three separate plots. yeah, it's a it's a
0: third central to the yes. movie. um so I guess I should start because I think I understand why you married it, and like you said, it had a lot to do with some of the same reasons why
1: I married first uh, wives,
0: yes, why you married first wives club. um, I decided not to marry it um, because I think that in terms of content that is about a whole bunch of young white women and their love lives and Mm -hmm. the whole different storyline thing, I feel like this isn't my favorite of those. Sure. Um, I feel like it just kind of rides the middle for me in terms of that very vast subset of, (laughs) of content. And, you know, if comparing it to Do the Right Thing, I just think that in terms of me, the values that are in Do the Right Thing are a bit more core to who I am and what I like to see in films. But at the same time, you know, this is a movie that I probably won't watch again, like how I would watch First Wives Club over and over again. Sure. But I, I did really enjoy it. And, and I was, you know, I was just like, oh, this is fun. You know, this is another, like, you know, white women have yeah. trouble with relationships, Tale, which. White women have problems too. <laughs> like, yeah, which I, you know, it, it was, it was, I had a great time watching it that one time. I just don't know if I'll pick it up again.
1: Yeah, you know, it's so interesting. I feel like there's always some type of nostalgia associated, one with like a movie, just like that film quality. I'm like, ah, oh, nostalgic. But also yeah. just like nostalgic in like the New England experience that I feel like we all saw in the movies growing up, because that's like, wrote films people from the northeast for the long i mean that's an overgeneration, but you know a lot of people have kind of this traditional suburban experience and it really took me back to like my new jersey suburban experience of like oh i never worked in a pizza shop but like what if i did on the water yeah i think that
0: those you know i think that you're right in saying that those are the people who made films but i think it's more specific that those are the people who made films that sort of capitalized on coziness True. and you know like small t- like if it, those are the people who made films about small town and like yeah. quaintness
1: right, right right yeah exactly and the quaintness and like one of the tensions was the girl who had the affair was like she was just trying to raise money to like go to yale and like yeah. working a pizza job and being a nanny is enough money to save for yale okay like, right. <laughs> it's just a simpler time um, and, oh, I also like the other, I, I think my favorite was the third character who the movie starts with, like, she was supposed to have a wedding, but fainted, and did one Yeah, so with it. a young
0: Vincent D'Onofrio, which yeah. I really enjoyed watching and she kept Marvel. wanting to
1: bone, she was like, I just want to bone, and he's like, not until we're married, do you even And like- I
0: love, and I really, really love that it was the guy that was saying not until we're married, like, I, I mm-hmm. love that movie could come out so long ago, and still- have that sort of like gender reversal it was really refreshing.
1: Right and just like the class like the corny like happy ending where like a pizza guy like you know all their problems aside one pizza guy or you know foodie critics positive review made this place skyrocket and they're like oh everything's good like we're all feeling what a wild summer (laughs) where it was incredibly mild. I think that is fun and quaint and I would love to settle down with that type of lifestyle. Yeah,
0: and I do, I do want to point out that I think an- another reason why I decided to fuck it instead of marry it is because there are, with um, the Daisy character, the Julian Roberts character, mm-hmm. there is a sort of underlying theme about race, but- Yeah,
1: the whole aspect of, like, being a Portuguese, like, American- Yeah, term, but I like, feel like,
0: oh. I feel like it's very, it's very not memorable, which is- for me a part of the reason why i'm kind of like okay so in my mind then they tried to make these statements about race but maybe didn't completely succeed Mm -hmm. in you know a more complex way but i do appreciate though that they tried and that it is a part of the movie and that you know that is something that at least the daisy character had to reconcile with
1: for sure i agree yeah, I think Mystic Pizza is just like a nice movie if it's a rainy day or you wanna. You know what it reminds me of? It's not the same movie at all, but it gives me similar vibes to. Oh my god, there's another movie. I think like Nicole Kidman. It? It's about like magic and it's like two witches. Mm. Oh, um, yeah. There's a
0: few like that. There's.
1: Mm, it was on like, Netflix for a minute. Which there's movie? like Bewitched and there's charmed as oh, a show a of, oh practical and, magic yes know? oh sandra that, bullock I, I was i was gonna i was
0: I was, I was gonna ask is that sandra bullock yes okay i oh, love wow. me some sandy
1: but yeah sandy. so
0: maybe that's what we'll do in the future is an episode about witch movies which and
1: great idea. warlock
0: movies that's halloween great. town stand up
1: sabrina <laughs> the teenage witch <laughs> one through three <laughs> that's for you <laughs> um Break that down.
0: Before we go into a really quick sidebar about Sabrina, the old TV show versus Sabrina, the new TV show, Um,
1: um, let's get back to Mystic Pizza. Anything else to say? Yeah. And and like I said, it reminds me of Practical Magic, not in any of the plot being similar or the fact that Sandra Bullock and Julia Roberts I always mix up in my head, but just about like women, you know, happy together, have their boy problems, but at the end of the day, being together as women is what's most important.
0: Yeah, and it did solidify, it was sort of the breakout role for Julia Roberts, and it did solidify oh, yeah. her sort of, I feel like her character in this and her character in Pretty Woman and her character in almost everything, including, you know, My Best Friend's Wedding and all that stuff are very similar. They're all sort of like the beautiful girl who's a little rough around the edges and, you know, is a little like spicy.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: is still like sweet, you know, has a golden heart and mm-hmm. is desirable once people, I don't know, start to see her that way. But
1: yeah, I agree. Is Julia Roberts Portuguese? I don't, I, you know what? Let me, let me not even say I
0: don't think so because I have zero idea, but no, I will bet money on it.
1: She is of English, Scottish, Irish, Welsh, ger- German, and Swedish descent. So
0: she's very white.
1: Very white. I, that is, oh, well. you know, good for her. Yeah. All right. Now that we've reviewed all the movies, are you ready to play which shitty review does this, which movie does this shitty <laughs> review belong to? Oh, I was so close. Uh, um,
0: yes, I'm ready.
1: Okay, great. Um, <laughs> okay, so I actually have two because I found one review that I just thought was so funny. So the first review uh, is, it's sort of a simple story. Not all that much happens, but in a way, it reminds me of growing up and having dreams and stuff like that okay um, I was like is this person okay and like they also wrote it was but they also gave it five stars and said it was so cute I liked it a lot okay
0: um so I don't think it's do the right thing
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I, um if if that reminds you of people having dreams and stuff then that is very morbid and very sad and depressing um I'm leaning towards Mystic Pizza because of all the things we just said. It is very quaint, very small town, very, you know, I have a dream, very slice of <laughs> slice of life. L O L, bringing it back to pizza humor. Um, a part of me thinks that because this is because of the nature of the game that it's <laughs> Little Italy, but I refuse to believe that someone <laughs> would say such nice things about such a mess movie i'm so sorry people if anyone ever wants to give me a job in hollywood and they worked on little italy i'm not going to turn it down i promise right, 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 right. please don't let this room anyway. great. Uh, great <laughs> um but yes yeah, so i'm gonna go with mystic pizza
1: oh yes you're right it was mystic pizza all right cool uh, good job this was actually a review from september 2019 so pretty recently someone felt really good about it nice all right the second review is so minimal it says my five stars my wife enjoyed it my wife really enjoyed this movie i however thought it was okay but since my wife is always right i give it a 10 out of 10.
0: is that do the right thing
1: no it's a uh, little <laughs> italy <laughs> i just thought it was so sweet to be like oh, but since my i'm gonna rate right. this just because <laughs> my wife liked it yeah so that's cute. great
0: i do um I want a hard-hitting This American Life expose on the people who sit down and write these Amazon reviews. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) And, like, what's going through their, what empowers them enough to be like, you know what I should do? I should go review this on a public platform right now. Um, Hilarious. Well, that's sweet. Shout out to that guy or woman, I don't know, um, for advocating for what his wife enjoys or her wife enjoys, you know? Mm -hmm. Amen. I'm here for it. So let's circle it all back to our rankings. Um, I am going to keep my rankings the same. I think I'm still going to fuck Mystic Pizza, marry Do the Right Thing, and kill Little Italy. What about you?
1: Yeah, I think this conversation further validated my ideas. I will marry Mystic Pizza, fuck Do the Right Thing, and I will kill Little Italy. Though, yes. you know, th- I think the movie did do its job that if I go to Toronto ever, I would want to visit. So maybe yeah. it wins in its own way.
0: Yeah, I'm sad that I forgot that this movie existed when I did visit Toronto. Or oh, maybe yeah. I saw it after. No, I definitely saw it before I went to Toronto. So now when I go back, I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to have hit up Little Italy and be like, yeah, what's God. going on here?
1: Yeah, God. Especially it's important to support small business now that um, Corona has made uh, a lot of them suffer.
0: speak on it speak on it in our brave space okay so what I was figuring for our brave space is that last time we did you know positive things that we're really enjoying but I figured that in the spirit of the nature of our podcast Mm. we could do just like an fm or k of the week you know something that you know so it could be like a complaint corner it could be a corrections corner it could be something that you really enjoy it could be mm. you know so to give you your brave space to complain about something advocate for something
1: you know anything like that yeah, why don't you go first I will yeah I'll start um,
0: so I think that we could all use a little bit more um positivity mm-hmm in the world right now because of everything that is clearly going on with coronavirus and quarantining and uh, social distancing and all that stuff. Um, so I'm going to say that I my one positive thing, the thing that I would like to marry is um, just people on the internet who are posting really hilarious content. I mm. joked on Instagram about social distancing and the coronavirus being a plot by TikTok to get all the millennials who hadn't been vaccinated. Yeah, I've thought so. about
1: that since you said it, and I'm like, honestly, it's, it's kind of my my true. millennial think, friends are starting to do TikToks. Yeah, and it's hilarious, and there's just been
0: so much funny content. Um, on Twitter, on TikTok, on Instagram, of people just either making jokes about Corona or making jokes about anything. And clearly just, you know, trying to remain upbeat and positive in this kind of, you know, dicey time. And mm-hmm. they're really just keeping me uplifted. And so are those videos that are, you know, of Europeans doing really sweet things and interacting mm-hmm. across balconies, which... There was another funny tweet that was like, "We get it, Europe. You have balconies, which I, you know, I sort of identify with."
1: Right, I like, I'm with. about to go on my fire escape and have a rent moment. <laughs>
0: yeah, and people are going to definitely be like, "Go
1: the f- inside."
0: <laughs> um, yeah, it's got to be even harder out there with that hardcore New York mentality but
1: yeah not gonna lie there were a lot of people walking outside today on my way to the grocery store I'm like should you guys all be out here but it's also interesting when you think about how much can be qualified as a grocery store because all the bodegas are open so many little like delis or I mean I guess bodegas and delis are synonymous but like they're all open like places that like serve food but they have a shelf of stuff you can buy still stays open yeah so kind of hard um do you have
0: an fm or k
1: Yeah, I think I'll also go in the positive direction because we have been having a lot of negative news as of late. But I think that I really enjoy seeing people cooking at home more. It was kind of funny when I went to the grocery store on Monday. um, I thought it was going to be like completely out of stock, like nothing there. But you know, quarantine or not, New Yorkers still don't cook. And so, like, what was sold out was like frozen meals, ramen, soup, <laughs> like all the fresh produce was there, like, all the, like, there was still bread, there was still peanut butter, I was like, you know what, it's fine, um, and I think, you know, media always makes things scarier than it is, but I think it's been really cool to see the meals people make at home, and kind of are able to enjoy with their loved ones that they are in quarantine with. So in yeah,
0: it's, um, it's been really cool on that front, I've been just making a lot of the similar things, but um, I made, like, a cheesecake for the first time, which turned out oh, really wow. well, uh, mm. My mom made mashed potatoes, which she hasn't made in a really long time. So it was a nice little throwback, got me to be a little nostalgic. And yeah, um, yeah we've just, I don't know, connect about those things and be like, yeah. oh, well,
1: maybe I'll try making this today. I love that. All
0: right. I think that's it for this week.
1: Yeah. Um, Thank you for again, joining us again.
0: Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. I know it's a little rough and we're starting off a little awkward and stuff but we will get better as time goes on and we did
1: comment subscribe
0: (laughs) um please uh give us money on our patreon (laughs) um i'm trying to think of what else podcasters say you know
1: i also think that because we are kind of going via like virtual now i would love to have special guests if anyone wants to be on our podcast with us yeah so you know
0: hit us up if anybody wants to discuss a movie with us that they may or may not have seen
1: please contact us let us know yeah we can even make an episode theme like your favorite movies like it could be a
0: we definitely could I'm always down for that um I always put our our social media and contact info in the description I'm also new to publishing podcasts so that's been interesting as well Um, And I promise that, you know, we'll promote it this time because I feel like we made the first episode and didn't tell a single soul. And that's really, (laughs) I think if you had to describe us in one sentence or situation, it would be two girls who like dedicated their time and research to making a podcast and then didn't tell a single soul. Because we're too shy. (laughs) (laughs) Because we're just sad boys at heart. Um, but yeah, so thanks guys. And I just wanted to say um, everyone keep calm, keep cool, keep collected, have fun, relax a little bit, do whatever you need to do for yourself, care, but still, you know, what everyone's saying, obviously stay informed, but don't freak out. We all got this, we're all on this together. And if you're bored, just come back and listen to our annoying vocal fry. Over yeah. and over again, because there's,
1: you know, I listened to that first episode, and there is quite a lot of it, so. Yeah, there was a whole point where I, like, went and got water, and I didn't realize how clear it would sound of me pouring water, so I'm <laughs> Listen,
0: if hard. anything, you know that this is a makeshift operation, and that is very on brand for us, so I'm here for it. <laughs> Get yeah, your we're, water if
1: you need to. Mm-hmm, we're a real uh, grassroots, you know, farm-to-table kind of <laughs> podcast. Uh all right. Thank you so guys so much. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Yeah. Bye.